Welcome to Tribe Sober's weekly Sober Short, just a bite-sized piece of information to help you to stay on track. Here at Tribe Sober, we help you to quit the booze and then to go on and actually thrive in your alcohol-free life. So let's get to today's Sober Short. I'm kicking off our Sober Short series by taking you through our Tribe Sober Toolkits. This toolkit is just one of the things that we share with you during our regular four-hour Zoom workshops. Just go to tribesober.com, hit our services, and you'll find all the info about the workshops. You can do a group workshop or you can do a private workshop to suit your schedule and time zone. These workshops have been a game changer for so many people. So if you want to kickstart your sober life, then sign up today. The next workshop is on the 27th of March. It's in the morning for US people and afternoon, early evening for UK, Europe and South Africa. During the first eight Sober Shorts, we looked at the first tools in our toolbox. Before we move on to tool number nine, let's do a quick recap. So tool number one was get connected. Connection is the opposite of addiction, and if you're serious about getting sober, then you need to connect with others on the same path. And if you're not yet a member of our tribe, please check us out on tribesober.com. Just hit join our tribe to read about the benefits of membership. Tool number two was get moving. We all know that exercise is good for us, and many people exercise daily but they also drink daily, sometimes excessively. So ditch the drink and keep exercising and you'll be amazed at how much fitter you get. Tool number three was building emotional strength. That's all about learning to sit with our feelings instead of trying to chase them away with booze. Alcohol is the easy button and it enables us to bypass difficult emotions. We have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable, as Tribe Sober Coach Lynette says, or as Glennon Doyle says, first the pain and then the rising. Sitting with our feelings is what builds emotional strength. Tool number four was all about mindset. It was about changing your thinking about drinking. We talked about overturning those false beliefs that we've picked up over the years, For example, we believe that we deserve a drink at the end of the day. We talked about overturning those beliefs one by one. And yes, of course, we deserve to relax at the end of the day, but it doesn't have to be alcohol. Do the work and you'll never see alcohol in the same way again. And you'll never suffer from fear of missing out, which is the key to sticking to your sobriety. Tool number five was all about visualisation. We talked about some powerful ways to use visualisation. One of them was to play the movie forward. If you get the urge to drink, then just think it through. What will happen after that first glass? Do you really want to wake up at 3am full of anxiety and regrets? Do you really want to keep going back to day one and doing the hardest bit again and again? Tool number six. Information is power. 
It's hard to believe these days, but not that long ago, we had no idea that smoking was bad for us. Even if you do decide to carry on drinking, then at least make sure it's an informed choice. The information is out there these days, and just a quick Google search will connect you with scientific research proving that alcohol is linked to seven different types of cancer and more than 60 diseases. So that's a good place to start, and there are many quick-lit books out there and, of course, podcasts. Tribe Sober Podcast alone has more than 100 episodes available now, all packed with advice, inspiration and information. If you'd like a reading list, just email Janet at tribesober.com, and you can also go to tribesober.com and hit the Inspiration tab, where you'll find a wealth of information that will inspire you to get started and motivate you to keep going. Tool number seven was be accountable. When we embark on this journey, we need a community of people who actually care, people who've been where we are now and can advise and encourage us, people who are thriving in their alcohol-free lives and can inspire us that, yes, this thing is really worth doing. We need to be accountable. We need to know that we can share our ups and downs with other people who really get us. So if you're looking for a sober community to inspire you and keep you on track, just go to tribesober.com and hit join our tribe. And if you'd like to sample the kind of support that we offer, then email Janet at tribesober.com and request our sobriety battle plan PDF, which is packed with great advice, charts and trackers. Last week, we looked at tool number eight, which was journaling. At our workshops, we advise people to buy a beautiful notebook that will become their sobriety journal through this life-changing journey. Sobriety is all about self-discovery and recording your thoughts, emotions, struggles and accomplishments is so beneficial. Early sobriety can be a very emotional time. And for most of us, it really helps us to process our emotions if we can just write them down. We can note our triggers as well as strategies for coping with them. And journaling will give us perspective. As we read back on those early weeks of sobriety, we'll be reminded just how hard it was and realise it's getting better and easier every day. So let's get to tool number nine, which is get a project. It's very common for people to feel a bit flat once they've achieved those first few months of sobriety. The pink cloud has gone and they are left wondering, is this it? It certainly happened to me. It's a kind of anhedonia where we can't seem to feel pleasure from anything. We really miss our booze and we start wondering if we've done the right thing. This happened to me during months four, five and six and I very nearly gave up. My trouble was I was blogging away about the joys of sobriety and everyone was telling me how proud they were of me. So I felt accountable and obliged to keep going, which of course with hindsight was a good thing. So I did keep going, but it was a miserable time. Many people in Tribe Sober experience that flatness, depression, void or whatever you want to call it. And when they asked me what they should do about it, I used to tell them to just sit it out and it would eventually pass. However, that advice changed completely when I had a light bulb moment after my podcast interview with Dr. Loretta Broining, 
who is the author of a book called The Happy Brain. Do have a listen to my conversation with her. It's on episode 55 and it was released on the 14th of August 2021. During our conversation, Loretta questioned me about those few months of anhedonia and we discovered that it could have been avoided. So these days I can give people much more positive advice than just sitting it out when they get those early sobriety blues. Loretta explained that my brain was quite happy during those first few months as it had registered that it was working on a project. The project, of course, being to get sober. Because I was making progress, the happy brain chemicals were getting triggered all the time. But after a few months, my subconscious was registering that, yes, we were sober now. So what happens next? Well, here's the thing. As human beings, we need projects. Think back to the cavemen. They'd wake up hungry, have to go and find some food. They'd eat the food, get a dopamine hit from eating. But then they'd get hungry again and have to go hunting. So they were always on the go, always busy. Human beings weren't designed to sit on the sofa in order to take away food. Of course, we can do that, but it won't make us happy or keep us healthy. So back to sobriety. As Loretta analysed my anhedonia, she helped me to realise that it hadn't passed just because I'd been patient and waited. It had passed because I had the idea to start Tribe Sober. I had a project, a big project, which needed lots of mini goals and lots of learning. I had to create a website, design a workshop and learn all about marketing. And every time I achieved one of these mini goals, my happy brain chemicals were triggered. Since we've become aware of this, many of our tribe members have experimented with different projects and have been able to reconnect with their creativity and keep their happy brain chemicals triggered. When we ditch the drink, we've got time and hopefully a bit of extra money now that we're not spending it on booze. So there's ample opportunity to find your passion. As I said in a recent article that I wrote, don't wait for happiness to strike get a project. I'll put the link to that article in the show notes. So that was tool number nine, get a project. I'll be back with our main podcast on Saturday and another sober short next Wednesday. You can check out our next workshop on the 27th of March on tribesober.com where we cover the toolkit and much more. So thanks for listening. Please follow and share the podcast. So that's your Sober Short for today. If you're looking for a small and friendly sober community to help you to escape the booze trap and boost your health and happiness, just go to tribesober.com and hit join our tribe.